Hello, everyone, and welcome to the News Around the NFL podcast, where we talk about what is happening in the NFL football world. I am your host, Gage Burlingame, and I am here to catch you all up on the news and updates around the NFL. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and let's talk some football. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am Gage Burlingame, and I will be your host for today's podcast. In this episode, we're going to go over some of the biggest acquisitions of the offseason so far. This NFL offseason has been one of the craziest offseasons that we have seen yet, and there are still some big-name free agents on the market. So today, we're going to go over some news and notes, and we will talk about some of the best free agents that are still available and go over some of the biggest moves of the offseason. So without further ado, let's get into the news. So I will be getting my news from JPA Football on Instagram. If you want to go and give them a follow, that is where I get most of my news from the NFL. So with the first bit of news here, the Browns are signing defensive back Denzel Ward to a five-year, $100 million deal per Adam Schefter. Denzel Ward is definitely one of the best corners in the league, um, and he he definitely deserves that contract that he just got. Uh, moving on to the next bit of news, um, an NFL draft scout says the buzz is trending towards defensive back Derek Stingley going top 10. So Derek Stingley is a uh, defensive back from LSU, um, and they're, they were, they have been known for a while as DBU, as Tyron Matthew, Patrick Peterson, uh, Jamal Adams has came out of uh, that university. Um, and Derek Stingley is the next man up, and he's probably, I mean, besides Ahmad Gardner, I think Ahmad Gardner is probably the best corner in this draft, but then right behind him is definitely Derek Stingley. Uh, Stingley didn't play last season. I believe he had some sort of injury. I can't remember what it was, but now it seems like he's fully healthy and he should definitely be in the top 10 uh, in Thursday's draft. Um, An NFL executive says that the Seahawks are very much in the mix for quarterback Baker Mayfield via Matt Lombardi. I'm, I'm surprised that Baker Mayfield hasn't been traded yet it sounds like he'll probably end up being released if the Browns can't find a trade partner and the two teams that make the most sense to me for Baker Mayfield are the Panthers and the Seahawks although it sounds like um, the Panthers are no longer in the mix for Baker as they'll probably end up using their first round pick on a quarterback like Malik Willis an NFL GM tells Jordan Schultz that wide receiver Garrett Wilson is one of the best receivers he has evaluated over the past five years. His speed, route running, hands can break the game open at any time. If this is true, then Garrett Wilson could potentially end up being one of the best receivers in the NFL in the next few years. Because in the past five years, we've had receivers like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, uh, CeeDee Lamb, you know, guys like that who are just amazing receivers. Um, and if Garrett Wilson is the one of the best receivers you've evaluated over the past five years, then he could end up being the 
one of the best receivers in the NFL in the next couple of years. The Browns are being investigated by the NFL for intentionally losing games in 2016 and 2017 per Sports Illustrated. <laughs> um, in 2016-2017, the Browns had horrible records that ended up um, leading them to having the number one overall pick, which uh, they used those picks on Miles Garrett and Baker Mayfield. I don't think they were intentionally losing games. I mean, if you, if you saw their roster, I mean, they 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 had Deshaun Kaiser as their starting quarterback. I mean, they were not going to win games with him as their starting quarterback. Panthers linebacker Damian Wilson was arrested in Texas last week after an ex-girlfriend says he threatened to kill her. If this is if this is true and he actually threatened to kill her, he should be out of the league immediately. Um, that's just, that stuff does not fly in the league and yeah, he, he should not be able to put on a, a helmet if he, if what he, if what, if that news is true, AJ Brown liked a tweet confirming that he does not want to go to the jets. So AJ Brown has been rumored to not be attending OTAs because he wants a new contract. There's been, uh, the receiver market. This offseason has been very, um, I mean, it just blew up. Like, Christian Kirk got paid, and then it led to Devontae Adams asking for a bigger contract, Tyreek Hill, uh, Stephon Diggs. And now all these other receivers are like, hey, I want to get paid too. So now A.J. Brown wants to get paid, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin. So, yeah, they're, they're looking to get a new contract too while they can. Rams head coach Sean McVay says that there's been good dialogue towards extensions for Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald. I don't know where the Rams are getting all this money from. I mean, they they signed Bobby Wagner, they signed Allen Robinson, um, they re-signed Matthew Stafford to a big deal, and now they're looking to give Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald new deals. I mean, they're just... I don't know where they're finding this money from, but if they can get... Cup and Donald uh, new extensions. They'll most likely be back in the Super Bowl next season. Here's here's the biggest news uh, that just came out today. Debo Samuel has requested a trade from the 49ers. Like this this offseason could not have gotten crazier. And it just did. Now the all pro wide receiver from last season is now asking for a trade. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that he will be traded. The 49ers have zero interest in trading Debo. However, Debo has requested a trade to the front office. And some of the teams that could potentially be in the mix for Debo are the Houston Texans, the New York Jets, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Dallas Cowboys. Debo Samuel actually liked a tweet of him photoshopped in a Cowboys uniform with CeeDee Lamb. Um, as a Cowboys fan, I'm not getting my hopes up. I mean, we've already seen this stuff about Bobby Wagner and Von Miller, and we didn't – I don't even think we sent sent them any offers. So I'm, I'm just taking this with a grain of salt. Um, and, I mean, Debo Samuel could end up not getting traded at all. I mean, he, he could end up staying with San Francisco. I mean, I can't really it, – it'd be very surprising to me if he does end up being traded – because I think he just fits that system so well. But I guess he just he 
wants to get a new contract. And so now he's looking to get traded. The Giants are receiving trade calls for their first round picks along with defensive back James Bradbury. Bradbury has been uh, rumored to be traded for a while now. Um, it sounds like that there could end up being a draft day trade um, that involves James Bradbury to where the Giants could get future first round picks to potentially get a quarterback if Daniel Jones doesn't have a good season next year. So I think that's what they'll end up doing. And the last bit of news um, today is the Steelers would sign Baker Mayfield the very next day if he was released by the Browns. Um, as of right now, the Steelers' starting quarterback is Mitchell Trubisky, and they do, I think they have the 20th pick in the draft. So if, if they do stay at the 20th pick, there's probably not going to be a great quarterback available, so they would have to trade up to do so. But they could, if, if Baker does get released, I could definitely see a scenario where the Steelers do sign Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterback. Um, but I think it's either that or they're going to trade up and draft a quarterback. Um, so that's it for the news. Um, so now let's go into the best free agents that are available today. So now we will go over the top free agents that are still available as of today. Um, we will go over the 10 best free agents available, and we'll also give some honorable mentions um, that didn't end up in my top 10. Now, this list isn't in uh, like a, a certain order. It's just the best 10 that I could think of. And I'm also going to tell you their stats from last season and how they could be productive on a new team if they were to sign. Um, so the first free agent here is Tyron Matthew. I'm very surprised that he's still a free agent. Um, he's one of the top safeties in the league. Um, he last he spent his last season with the Kansas City Chiefs. He played 16 games. He had three interceptions, six pass deflections, three fumble recoveries, and 70 combined tackles. There's been rumors of him meeting with the Pittsburgh Steelers, which I could see him uh, joining the Steelers and uh, have him pair up with Mika Fitzpatrick. I think that'd be a, a great landing spot for him, but he, he's got to find a new uh, a new landing spot soon. I'm, I'm very surprised that he's still a free agent. Second free agent that I will talk about is Odell Beckham Jr. So last season, he started off the season with the Cleveland Browns, and then he was released by the Browns and then was signed by the Los Angeles Rams. Um, in seven games with the Rams, he had 27 catches for 305 yards and five touchdowns. Um, he showed that he is still a good receiver, and he was having a great game in the Super Bowl until he unfortunately tore his ACL, which I think is the main reason why he hasn't been signed yet. I think since he... He tore his ACL in the Super Bowl, and it'd probably take about six to eight months for him to fully recover. So that would probably lead to him being fully healthy by about the middle of the next season. So I think if if a team has some sort of injury at receiver um, and Odell Beckham is fully healthy, they're, they're going to potentially sign Odell Beckham to replace that injured receiver. 
Uh, the next free agent that I will talk about is Jadavion Clowney. Um, he spent his last season with the Cleveland Browns. Um, in 14 games, he had nine sacks, 37 combined tackles, two forced fumbles, and 19 QB hits. Uh, so not not bad. Um, I mean, he ha- he's not like eye-opening, but I still think that Clowney is a, a great defensive end. And I think he's definitely uh, serviceable, and he can also stop the run. Um, and I think if a team is looking for someone that can uh, rush the quarterback and stop the run, Clowney is your guy. Uh, the next free agent that I will talk about is Trey Flowers. Uh, he spent his last season with the Detroit Lions. In seven games, he had one and a half sacks, one forced fumble, 24 combined tackles, and three QB hits. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure um, if if he was injured for most of last season. I'm assuming he was because he only played seven games. But he'll probably end up signing a a one-year deal with someone like the Patriots, you know, reunite with Bill Belichick. I could potentially see that happening. The next free agent I will talk about is J.C. Treader. He spent his last season with the Cleveland Browns. In 16 games started, um, he only had four penalties, which I think I think they were all holding penalties, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he only allowed one sack. And his pro football focus grade was a 78.7, which was sixth for centers in the NFL. Um, I mean, he is a little older, but he he can still be a very serviceable lineman for a team that's looking for an interior lineman. Um, the next free agent I will talk about is Rob Gronkowski. Um, and he spent his last season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In 12 games played, he had... 55 catches for 802 yards and six touchdowns. Um, it sounds like Gronk is either going to retire or re-sign with Tampa Bay to play with Tom Brady, um, which we'll talk about Tom Brady's unretiring in the next segment. Um, but yeah, I think Gronk is either going to retire or he's going to spend a couple more seasons with Tampa Bay. Um, Next free agent I will talk about is Melvin Gordon. Uh, He spent his last season with the Denver Broncos, and in 16 games played, he had 918 rushing yards, 8 rushing touchdowns, 28 receptions for 213 receiving yards, and 2 receiving touchdowns. So he actually, he had a very good year last year, although he was uh, sharing touches with uh, rookie running back Javante Williams, which I think is the reason why um, Denver's not re-signing Gordon, they want Javante to take the role. But I do, I do think that Melvin Gordon is still a very good running back, and I think if you put him on a team that is in need of a running back, he can be very serviceable. The next free agent I'll talk about is Jarvis Landry. Uh, he <clears throat> spent his last season with the Cleveland Browns, In 12 games played, he had 52 catches for 570 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, I think he was hurt for a majority of the season. Um, And also he was, uh, Baker Mayfield was throwing him the ball and Baker was also hurt last season. So 
Uh, I still think Jarvis Landry is a good receiver, and I think sooner he's he's going to sign with a team soon, whether it be the Chiefs or the Packers. That those are two landing spots I could see him going to. Because uh, I, I still think he's a good receiver, he just needs to find a a place with a good quarterback. Uh, the next free agent I will talk about is Akeem Hicks. In nine games played, he spent his last season with the Chicago Bears. He had 25 combined tackles, five tackles for loss, three and a half sacks, and nine QB hits. He is a little older, um, but he's a big dude, and he he can still stop the run very well. So I think if there's a team out there that's looking for a veteran defensive lineman that can stop the run, Akeem Hicks is your guy. And the last free agent I will talk about is Melvin Ingram. He spent his last season with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, In seven games, and I believe this is with both the Chiefs and the Steelers, he had two sacks, 25 combined tackles, four tackles for loss, and 11 QB hits. So he was still able to get to the quarterback, but he didn't. He didn't play a whole a whole lot of games. It sounds like he was. I don't even know if he started a whole lot of games. It sounded like he was more of a substitution for when the defensive linemen would get tired. Um, but he. It sounds like he's still serviceable. I mean, in seven games, he had 11 QB hits, so he was still getting past the line. Uh, someone just needs to give him a chance. Uh, So those are the 10 best free agents available, in my opinion. And some honorable mentions that I will uh, say here are Dwayne Brown, um, still a serviceable tackle. He is older, um, but I could see a team going out and signing signing him to a one-year deal. Jerry Hughes um, didn't have a great season last year. Um, He spent the last season with the Bills. He could either retire or sign a one-year deal with a contender. Um, then you have Will Fuller, who barely played at all last year. He was with the Dolphins, um, but he battled injuries pretty much the whole season. So that's the one question mark I have with Will Fuller is that he's he's always battling injuries. Same thing with Julio Jones. Um, although when Julio is healthy, he's a very good receiver, but his he just can't keep his hamstrings healthy. He's He's always hurting his hamstring. And... Eric Fisher, who spent his last season with the Colts. Um, not bad. I could see him signing with a, a contending team that needs offensive lineman help. Um, so those are the best free agents available, in my opinion. So now we're going to go over some of the biggest moves that has happened so far in the 2022 offseason. So I'm going to go over the 10 biggest moves that have happened so far this offseason. Um, and we're also going to go over some honorable mentions. Um, so the first offseason move that I'm going to talk about is Tom Brady unretiring. So if you remember in my first episode, I talked about how the Buccaneers would have to uh, worry about finding a new quarterback to replace Tom Brady. Well, they don't have to worry about that anymore. Um Brady announced that he would be retire that he would be retiring from the NFL in February, but 40 days later, he announced that he would return to Tampa Bay for his 23rd season. The second offseason move that I will talk about is Deshaun Watson traded to the Browns for draft picks. Um, 
So Watson was previously with the Houston Texans, um, and he sat out this last season uh, because he wanted to be traded. Um, and then he ended up dealing with some with some lawsuits. Um, but now he will not be facing any criminal charges, and he was then traded to the Cleveland Browns. And once he was traded there, uh, he signed a fully guaranteed five-year, $230 million deal. Coming in at number three, we have Aaron Rodgers re-signing with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, many people thought that he would be traded or that he would retire, but the star quarterback signed a three-year, $150 million deal to stay with Green Bay. Coming in at number four, we have Russell Wilson being traded to the Denver Broncos for Noah Fant, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and draft picks. The Broncos now have their quarterback in Russell Wilson, and Denver's pass catchers are ecstatic to hear this news, and they now have a chance to make a Super Bowl run. However, they are now in a very tough division with the Chargers and Raiders also improving their teams, and the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Uh, Coming in at number five, we have Devontae Adams being traded to the Raiders for draft picks. When I saw this news, I was was very surprised. Adams didn't want to play under the franchise tag in Green Bay, so Green Bay ended up trading him to the Las Vegas Raiders, and Adams ended up signing a five-year, $141 million deal with Vegas, and he is now reunited with his former collegiate teammate, Derek Carr. Coming in at number six, we have Tyreek Hill being traded to the Miami Dolphins for draft picks. This one was also a big surprise. Uh, Tyreek Hill was looking for a new deal after seeing Devontae Adams' contract, Um, but Kansas City was unable to match his offer, so they ended up trading him to the Miami Dolphins, where he ended up signing a four-year, $120 million contract. Coming in at number seven, we have Khalil Mack traded to the Chargers for a second-round pick. The Chargers are bolstering up their defense, trading for star edge rusher Khalil Mack. He will join Joey Bosa and Derwin James in a now scary defense. Coming in at number eight, we have Von Miller signed a massive deal with the Bills. Von Miller signed a six-year, $120 million contract with the Buffalo Bills. Miller still has a lot a lot left in the tank, and the Bills are looking to make a Super Bowl run. Miller can help them do that. Coming in at number nine, Amari Cooper was traded to the Browns for a fifth-round pick. Not only did the Browns get a star quarterback in Deshaun Watson, they also traded for a star receiver in Amari Cooper. They lost Odell Beckham in the middle of the season, and they also lost Jarvis Landry. And Cleveland, all they had to do was give up a fifth-round pick, um, but they will have to pick up um, his $20 million cap hit. However, after the Christian Kirk contract, that doesn't seem like that bad of a deal now. Um, And coming in at number 10, we have J.C. Jackson signing with the Los Angeles Chargers. 
Jackson signed a five-year, $82 million contract with the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are spending spending up to create a Super Bowl roster after they re-signed Mike Williams, traded for Klomak, and they now signed J.C. Jackson. L.A. could end up being the favorites in their now stacked division. So those are my top 10 moves of the NFL offseason so far. And here are some honorable mentions that didn't make the list. Um, <clears throat> Matt Ryan was traded to the Colts for, I believe, was it? I can't remember what round it was, but he was traded for some draft picks. Um, the Colts traded Carson Wentz to the Commanders, um, and they now they now traded for veteran quarterback Matt Ryan. Um, so now Matt Ryan has a good offensive line to work with. So we'll see if Matt Ryan's really washed or not. Um, the second one here is Allen Robinson signing with the Los Angeles Rams. So the, the Rams traded Robert Woods to the Titans and they still haven't signed Odo Beckham back. That's still a possibility. Um, but they did go out and sign Allen Robinson to, I believe it was a three year, $48 million contract. Um, and Allen Robinson is a great route runner, and pairing him up with Cooper Cup is going to be a nightmare for defensive backs. Uh, Teron Armstead signing with the Dolphins. Um, so the Dolphins have also had a very good offseason. They, uh, I mean, they lost Brian Flores, but they now have uh, the former offensive coordinator from the 49ers coming over to become the head coach for the Dolphins. And they went out and they traded for Tyreek Hill. And they now signed one of the best offensive linemen in the league in Teron Armstead. Uh, Stephon Gilmore signing with the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts, they're they're making moves. I mean, they, they went out, they traded for Matt Ryan. Um, and now they're uh, signing a veteran corner who will make their defense even better. And the last move here, I talked about this a little bit earlier, but uh, the Cleveland Browns made Denzel Ward the highest-paid corner in the league, signing a five-year, $100 million contract. So that will do it for today's episode. Um, the NFL draft is coming up next Thursday, so maybe in the next episode I'll do a first-round mock draft, uh, go over my maybe my top prospects, like my top receivers, top running backs, top quarterbacks, all that good stuff. Uh, so thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm Gage Game, and I will see you next time. Goodbye.